Tony Soto Show. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Tony Soto Show. My name is Tony Soto. Remember, you can always watch me live on my YouTube channel at the Tony Soto Show. And don't forget, if you love the things that Tony Soto does, you know, learn the words, bitch, battle babies, Tony Soto Show, you know, why don't you go to the TonySotoShow.com and click that shop button and go and buy some of my fucking merch. Let the world know that you love mediocre talk. All right. Hello, everybody. Oh, no. Oh, no. My whole bowl of weed spilled out. It's my last bowl of weed. God damn it. Uh If that's not a way to start the show is by like, you know, your whole bowl of weed just spilling out everywhere on the fucking floor right before you're going to do it. Oh, hi, everybody. How are you? Y'all doing well? I hope you're doing well. Um, shout out to, uh, I almost said shout out to September 11th. Now let's say that. Shout out to September 11th. Um, so, you know, uh, for September, anytime we have like a three-day weekend that falls around the first Monday of the month for Learn the Words Pitch, we usually skip that first Monday and do it on the second Monday. So because Labor Day was this month, we did Learn the Words Pitch on September 11th, which was Monday of this week. And uh, finally, a memorable September 11th. You know what I mean? Finally, a, a, a September 11th that I'm happy to remember um, what a fun time. What a fun time. You know, you know, Maxwell, uh, former co-host of the show, still friend of the show, and my uh, lovely show producer for almost everything that I fucking do in town. She's really stepping it up sometimes with these, these judges that we got. You know, these judges, because, you know, learn the words, bitch, we have celebrity judges every month. And, um, and and some of these celebrity judges have been been off the chain. You know, this this month we had um, uh, Maxwell Poth, who is a wonderful um, uh, uh, author uh, and photographer, um, who just wrote a book, Young Queer America, out now. So anywhere you can get books, um, and that I believe he said that he followed sixty five or seventy five or something like that queer youth that grew up in rural America. Um, and kind of shares their stories through like pictures and short stories. So check that out because, you know, as someone who grew up as a as a um, part of the eligibility community and uh, in rural America, um, our stories are important. And I feel like those stories need to be told before we ultimately escape our small towns and go to the next big progressive city we can find. Um, and also... Amazing singer, songwriter, song producer, Leland uh, was also one of our uh, guest judges. Now, Leland is, you might know him because he um, took over for the other uh, guy on Drag Race, the, the one that went um, uh, from drag. So he, he was, he's the one who replaced uh, the singer songwriter person on Drag Race now. So now he writes uh, music for RuPaul. He writes music for all those drag queens on that game show. He uh, he has written for uh, Troy Sivan. And coming out soon, he has written a song for Cher. That's right, the goddess herself, Cher. So be on the lookout for that. That was pretty exciting. Um, 
What was also exciting is you never know who's going to come in to learn the words, bitch, because I say entertainers and stars come to me when they want to be entertained. And uh, <clears throat> shout out to Troy Savon for a uh, 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 singer and actor, Troy Savon, um, for showing up at Learn the Words, bitch, with Leland and loving the show. Um, and maybe be on the lookout for Troy Savon as a possible future judge of Learn the Words, bitch. Who knows? Anything could happen. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. As you can see, my instrument is just torn the fuck up. I'm nervous. I'm nervous about, because, you know, <clears throat> weather's about to start changing. Allergies are already something I suffer from regularly, but COVID numbers are going up, like up, up, up. People are getting COVID like crazy. And honestly, to this day, as far as I know, I have skirted the issue of COVID. I have not yet, to my knowledge, gotten COVID. I could be asymptomatic. I could have murdered thousands of people, um, but I don't know this. So it's a little wild, like when I wake up sometimes after, and I quit smoking cigarettes, you know, I don't smoke cigarettes anymore. So like when I wake up and um, my, my, my voice is scratchy, I get so nervous. Because I'm just, I'm thinking, I'm like, all right, so if I've skirted it this long, when I get it, I'm going to get it. You know what I mean? And it's going to be one of those situations that I'm going to get it and it's going to be bad and I'm going to be really sad and upset and sick and I'm going to want people's help and people are going to be like, girl, I've had COVID like 800 times. Walk it off. Well, I can't help that you go around and lick every fucking handrail you can find in your everyday. But me, I'm cautious. Anyway. What's happening? Well, ooh, the strike is still happening, y'all. This strike, this strike. And I'm telling you, y'all need to cancel your streaming services. And I'm, I'm, I'm like, so I got rid of the Netflix, you know, I don't have, I got rid of uh, Prime ages ago. I haven't used uh, Amazon and I couldn't tell you how long. Fuck Jeff Bezos. Um, I got the Hulu. I got the Hulu, but they're about to raise that to like 17 fucking dollars. So sorry, whack. If you listen to this show, uh, I'm canceling our Hulu at some point. Um, just matter of days before they tell you you can't use it anyway because you can't share passwords. So I think I'm going to get rid of that. I'm going to get rid of the Hulu. So that means I don't have, oh, well, I have the Paramount. I have the Paramount Plus because I like that bar rescue. Um but that's reasonable. I think that's like $70.99 and I get it through my uh, cell phone carrier. So, but, I, but that's on borrowed time. Anyway, what I've been using is uh, Canopy, which is um, a service that you can get through your library, which is free. Uh, I mean, I don't know what you're looking for in the way of what you're looking for, but I can always find something to watch. You know what I mean? Like put on a documentary, documentary I'm fine. I can watch it. But listen, these fucking studios and whatnot, are start like they're they're suspending projects that have been greenlit from like 
famous producers. You know what I mean? Like they're trying to tighten the rich people's belts. They're like, this is the thing. Yeah, Bob Iger over at Disney being like, ooh, okay, we gotta make, we gotta make the rock nervous. You know, we gotta make all these fucking big wig producers. We gotta put their projects on hold. So maybe they'll cave and maybe they'll fuck. You know what? It's all shysty and it's all crappy. And I think shysty might be a problematic word. So I'm gonna take that back. But it's all crap. So cancel your services, take it away from them, take that money away from that um but honestly i mean i gave up uh 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 netflix ages like when they when they did that password flex i was like first of all you are not you do not pull out enough good content for me to want to stay around if i'm only watching seinfeld seinfeld uh reruns on the netflix Honey, you're not delivering, okay? And this is the thing. Do not forget, we all stopped doing cable because cable became like 50 to $75. Now, when you want to get, if you have every fucking streaming service, you're paying over a hundred bucks for that shit. It's wild. It doesn't make any sense anymore. Why is it that the American people can totally be getting duped and we just, you're like, oh, well, we love a sh we, we love the Star Wars universe. Well, so do I. I love the Star Wars universe too. It just so happens that it's owned by the devil, you know? But <clears throat> the, uh, the strike is in full effect. Writers are feeling jilted. They're coming out with stories about people. Um, uh, you know, uh, in in news that shocks no one, we find out that Jimmy Fallon is an alleged drunk who goes around on stage picking fights with people. Um, anyone surprised by that? I'm not surprised by that. Jimmy Fallon is one of the most overrated nobodies I've ever seen in my life. First of all, you were on SNL for how long? And I don't think he ever made it through a sketch without breaking. Honey, your writing's not that funny. All right. You don't need to be breaking every. Who do you think you are? Amy Poehler? You're not her. You're not Tina Fey. You're not funny. Breaking everything. That was what you were known for, bro. Breaking character. It was annoying. All right. Anyway. So the writers are like, we had it. Let's talk some shit about Jimmy Fallon. I'm here for it. Listen. When the chips are down, shit's stacked up against you. The little man has to get petty every once in a while. So I say get petty. Um, speaking of petty, Drew Barrymore is also, my God, y'all are so mad at Drew Barrymore. Oh my God, you're so mad at her. You're so mad at her because she broke, um, uh, she, she, she crossed the picket line. She crossed the picket line. Now here's what I don't know. Because um, now from what I gather, acting uh, and writing unions are different from game show and talk show unions. Now, there are writers that are hired on shows like that, duh. Um, but from what I gather, so I'm only, I don't really watch the Drew Barrymore show. It seems like it is writer heavy. I'm thinking everyone's mad at Drew because she's replacing the writers. Now tell me if that's true or not. It could be wrong. All I know is that why are you all upset if not that? Because her union is different as a talk show host. So she should be able to still do her work. Now, if she is 
scabbing writers and bringing writers in to fucking do that kind of shit, then she's absolutely wrong and it's bullshit. But like, I look at the view, all right? I've been talking about the view since the fucking strike. And I'm going to tell you, those ladies are struggling without writers. They're very teleprompter heavy. They're using note cards now. They're not interviewing fucking movie actors and shit like that. Like, that's the thing. It's like, there is a way for these talk shows to be going on, like The View, like Kelly and Mark, <clears throat> that are still in compliance with the strike. So I'm just, I'm wondering if that's what Drew is doing. And if that is what Drew is doing, why are we surprised by that? Like, Drew Barrymore is the Judy Garland of our generation. Like, we knew her from a little tiny baby on TV and watched her grow. So I get that we have, and she's very, you know, from, from all intents and purposes, when you see Drew on TV or being interviewed, she seems like a very pleasant person. Seems like very pleasant. And she claims that she is not going against the strike. That's what she claims. But if she is, Hollywood has been her parents longer than, I mean, her fucking parents were her parents. Let's remember, she was going to the uh, Studio 54, fucking like nine years old, doing cocaine. She was really cool, you know? But I'm saying like, she was raised by the establishment when the establishment was like, just really fucking awful. You know what I mean? And so for her to instinctfully go into the direction of the establishment and being like, oh, no, 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 bottom line, bottom line, bottom line, that's conditioning. You know what I mean? Like, she's a Hollywood workhorse. That's what she's known for doing. Could you imagine if there was like a strike during fucking uh, um, Judy Garland or uh, uh, Joan Crawford or or any of those situations, what those fucking, be? they would be crossing the lines. <laughs> Because they need to work. They got to pay for that alcohol. I don't know. If she's if she is stabbing writers, that is absolutely wrong. And she's wrong for that. I don't know if that's what she's doing. So like I'm 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 still gonna like Drew at this point. However, there is a story because they're back in production. So there was a live audience, people got invited, and there are these two people who went kind of viral because they were like, we didn't know. Not the strike was, well, you know, I don't know. But they were given support the strike buttons. And the staff kicked them out. Now, here's the thing. <clears throat> Drew and all of these people, if you fucking truly believe that you are on the up and up with what you're doing, then you should be letting those picketers in there to see your fucking show. You know what I mean? Like you shouldn't be kicking people out that are supporting the strike because that looks to me like you don't support the strike. And here's the thing. In a world full of Jimmy Fallon's, be a Jimmy Kimmel. And I can't believe I'm saying that too because she got to check her past. But Jimmy Kimmel is paying his staff out of his own pocket during this strike. You know what I mean? Like that's, that speaks to me. So be more like them, I guess. What else? What else? What else? Oh, 
Look, can I just talk about the police for a second and how absolutely fucking ridiculously inept they are and how, how, like, how, speaking of Americans being duped, that organization has duped us for decades uh, into giving them a blank check to buy big old armored vehicles, fucking all kinds of SWAT gear, guns, guns, guns. And we have had more prison breaks in the past couple months than I can remember. And there's one particular break that is still happening in Pennsylvania right now. Uh, Danilo uh, Cavalcante. Cavalcante. I don't know if that's how uh, you see it. This gentleman, this Brazilian gentleman, um, uh, murdered someone in Brazil and then murdered his girlfriend so the girlfriend wouldn't snitch that he murdered someone in Brazil and then was doing hard time in Pennsylvania. We then got video and watched this man crab walk up a wall and out of our lives. And this was ages ago, week, at least a week, I think. So he's running all around Pennsylvania, just thwarting the police right and left, right and left. Cops can't find, cops, what do you do? What do you do, cops? Like, what do you do? Like, it can't just be pulling over black people, <clears throat> stopping and frisking black people, checking out black people, seeing what the black people are doing, and then writing tickets every once in a while. That can't be your work. That can't be what we're funding you millions of dollars to be doing. And here's the thing too, cops, with your fucking stationary setup areas where you're not even around, but you have people monitoring what's happening. You can monitor what's happening on any given street, but you can't find one single individual who, who doesn't seem to be leaving the area. And now look, I know we're not supposed to root for this uh, Danilo Cavalcante. And I don't want, I think that murder is heinous. You know what? Murder is heinous and he shouldn't have done it and he should do his time. However, bravo, sir. You seem to be doing it all right. And I don't know what it is exactly, but if you can avoid the cut now, I'm going to be gay here for a moment. If you can avoid the comps, do costume changes, somehow shave and start looking hotter, like cut your hair. Like, I don't know. Like he's showing up on like uh, porch cams. Like I'm, I'm enthralled and I'm fascinated and I don't understand why we fund these fucking police. All cops are bad because they're ridiculous and they can't do their fucking job unless they are literally terrorizing fucking innocent people. That's all they know how to do. Why? Because innocent people aren't running. You know what I mean? Innocent people hang out. That's why we're easy to catch. That's why it's easy to fucking ID us immediately. You know, but notice the moment we start running, that's when y'all start shooting. Cops are fucking, remember, police department was founded to round up black folks. That's what it was for. And they haven't changed. Do you feel safer when police are around? Truthfully, do you feel safer? Do you think those kids at Uvalde felt safer when, uh, when cops were around? No. And then you have all this bogus nonsense that's happening in Georgia, 
where they're trying to build this multi-million dollar cop city to train these fucking idiots. Do you think that we need acres and acres of fucking training ground for a six-week program? Are you going to train them longer than six weeks, cop city? You fucking losers. Like cutting down good trees that can take out CO2 out of the air so you can make a six-week training facility for fucking future killers of black and brown people? Fuck, please. If you're a cop, fuck you. If you come from a legacy of cops, fuck you, all right? Your hands are dirty, even if they're not. It's like Christians, all right? It's like any kind of a religious person. Like, your hands are dirty. I don't care how sweet you are. I don't care how much you love children. I don't care how much, I don't care how good you think you are. Fuck you, because you turn your fucking eyes blind to the evilness of your institutions. Speaking of evil institutions, let's talk about Danny Masterson. Oh my God. Look, the newest cult on the block is Scientology. Let's not get it twisted. But they are the um, most blatant, we are a business, fuck you uh, uh, cult out there. You know what I mean? Like they're literally like, like, Catholics, Christians, whatever, they do that whole like 10% tithe, you know what I mean? <laughs> Fucking Scientology says, here is a, a, a book that you need to pay $150 for just to start. And I, you know what, say what you want, but, but they are on their way out because one of their golden children, second generation, I believe he was, Danny Masterson, um, was convicted and sentenced to 30 years to life for two counts of rape and drugging. Mm. Now, good, bravo, yes, should have happened a long time ago. I can't believe that the first jury was a hung jury. This just goes to show you, look, the tentacles of Scientology run wide. And here's the reason why. They are property owners. They bought property all over the planet. And do you know what speaks to politicians and powerful people? Property owners. So because they have all that property and they that's control. Say what you want. Ownership is control. That's why everyone's like, that's why Zennials always bitch now. Oh, we'll never be able to afford a house. Of course you won't. Of course you won't. You won't be able to. But don't worry. We're all going to be living on the street soon anyway. Um, I don't know where I was saying. What was I saying? Anyway, about this uh, Scientology and Danny Masterson thing, um, I'm, I knew I had a point, but it just went out of my head. It's because I keep thinking about that bowl that cashed out on the ground. But here's the thing. Scientology has dirty hands and there's no way around it. Like, like truthfully, the writing is on the wall. We have Leah Remini who's coming out. Don't forget the movie Glowing, Going Clear. And let's not forget if you've read anything regarding um, uh, Hubbard, the founder he was quoted as saying the best way to get money out of people is to start a religion. And that's what he did. Now, um, he was sentenced 30 years to life 
Now, what's coming out now is that because he was on trial, um, there's an opportunity that the accused gets uh, to kind of um, uh, uh, give good examples of your character, a character letter. So 50 people wrote character letters um, to support Danny Masterson and what a great father he is and how he kept us off drugs when we were doing that 70s show. Now, the big thing is, is like, I, I knew that this, that 70s show, because I know that the Mastersons are Scientologists and I knew that Laura Prepon was a Scientologist. Um, so that's kind of how it works. Once, if there's one Scientologist on set, it's a good chance it's a Scientologist show. Like, like there's Scientologists there. Now, this, that 70s show cast, because Mila Kunis and Ashton Kutcher are really in trouble right now because they wrote one of those character letters. Um, and if you know anything about Ashton and Mila, they have an organization. Well, Ashton does through his ex-girlfriend, Demi, um, that uh, uh, invest in technology that helps um, alleviate children trafficking. Like, it's like, you can like, it's for facial recognition or whatever. Um, so they're in hot water now for writing this, these character letters. Now what's happening is all of these old fucking interviews with Mila Kunis, like there's this really weird interview with uh, Mila and Ashton on the Rosie show talking about um, Danny and Ashton who are like 19 years old making a bet about uh, whether or not Ashton would French kiss Mila the first time they shot a kiss. And she was 14 at the time, 14, and he was 19. Like, this was fucked up from the beginning. So many Scientologists on that show. Danny brought those fuckers to the Celebrity Center to do Scientology stuff. Let's not forget that Valderrama guy. Like, he was 27 or something when Lohan was 17 when she came on that fucking show. Like, that Valderrama guy paraded a bunch of underage girls that he was fucking on during that, during that show. It's wild that... I mean, it's, it's... Ashton's hands aren't clean in this situation. Like... I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened during that time, but something happened and it was a toxic environment. And the thing is, is the way that you can tell is that the only non-Scientologist or the only non-involved in that shit is Topher Grace from that 70s show. And he's either staying quiet or he said something where he supports victims. Everyone else, wrote a fucking letter. I don't know if Wilbur Volderama did, um, but like uh, the parents on that show did. And here's the thing. This is the, this is the layout. It was, it was such a chat, a chat GPT letter too. It was all like each one was, and it's like talking about, oh, he kept us off drugs. Oh, oh, he's such a good role model. Oh, he was such a positive influence. Do y'all remember the older sister on that 70s show? who died because she was a drug addict. Where were you, Danny? Where were you, Danny? Where were you when the older sister from that 70s show died because she was a drug addict? What happened there? Was she not Scientologist? Was she too old? What was it, Danny? Why didn't you save her? She's dead. 
She was on that 70s show. Couldn't get a character letter out of her, huh? Death. It's weird. It's weird. And here's the thing, too. I want, I want, and I know that, like, fair game makes it really scary for Scientologists, former Scientologists to speak out. But there's more of you all than there are of the of the dedicated Scientologists. I just know that. I just know that. And it's like, I say this about every cult. Stand up against it. And here's the thing, too. Catholics, y'all are, like, there's plenty of abuse in your fucking shit. You know what I mean? Like, the Catholics alone. And this is the thing, too. Save your outraged religious people. Save your fucking pearl clutching because you've been turning eyes to preachers and priests, fucking kids forever, forever. And you still do. Why? Because it's the message. Because the fictional character is what is what's important. Y'all are fucking stupid. Y'all are so stupid. Good. I hope this is the end of Scientology. I hope this is the beginning of the end of Scientology. You know what? Shout out to Leah Remini for for doing what's because she's going at it the right way she wants to take away their tax exempt status that'll do it we need to take away tax exempt status from all these fucking churches the moment they started trying to enter congress the moment these religious people try to start putting their bull bullshit fake laws that are written in fiction the moment they're trying to bring those into you know uh the state then you better start paying taxes because i pay taxes and ain't nobody listening to me i pay taxes and um there's a fight every day to try to take away my rights as a queer person women pay taxes and there's a fight every day against their uteruses Pay taxes, churches. Fucking losers. Bullshit. Hate it. Oh, guys, we've come to the end. We've come to the end of the Tony Sutter Show. Just like that. So easy. I hope that you all have enjoyed our time together today. Um, remember, if you want to know what I'm doing out in the world as a cross-dresser, you can always follow Tony Sutter Productions on Instagram. And if you just want to see middle-aged gay man trying very hard to stay relevant then you can follow me on instagram and tiktok at the tony soto show um yeah until next week y'all goodbye